Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We welcome you whatever time and wherever in the world you are listening. We are pleased you have found us. You are now listening to Inside the Bunghole, a podcast taking you on a journey through wine. Together, we will learn more about this wonderful elixir of life. So raise your glass to welcome your hosts and partners in wine, Pam and James. You are now Inside the Bunghole. Everybody, it's Pam and James with our lovely producer, Don Maselli, who we never get to spend nearly enough time with now that he moved to Santa Barbara, and we are inside the bunghole. And today is a very special day because we, A, never get to see each other, and B, we are opening a wine that Don got me in June of 2016, and there's a note on there that says, do not open before 2021. It is a St. Emilion Grand Cru uh, 2011 Chateau Milen. I don't know. You're the French one. You tell me. What does it say? That sounds pretty good, Pam. We decanted this beautiful wine that's been sitting in my quote, unquote, air quotes, cellar, <laughs> yeah. which is a joke, yeah. closet, yeah. since two th- 2016. Doesn't, it doesn't happen much. I bought this uh, wine from Pam when I was in France. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember when. I, it had to be 2016. Not no. necessarily. No, I could have bought that when I was over there in 16, 17, whatever. It had to be 16 because you wouldn't have held it. We wrote on the bottle, open 2021 from Donnie, uh, 6-30-2016. So the wine we're drinking is from 2011. Yes. So it's 11 years old. When a bottle says 2011 on it, that means the grapes were grown in 2011, right? But it's harvested, not necessarily. No. Yeah. What made you uh, put us in suspense like this? But by the way, we are going to open this wine right now. We've opened it and it's been decanting for a couple hours. And we haven't sipped it yet, but we're going to sip it live. But what made you put... Don't open until 2021. Give me your logic. Well, first and foremost, June is my birthday month. So we celebrate all 30 days. Um, Uh I, I bought this just because... I tried it at a wine tasting room over in Paris, and I was like, God, that's good. And they happened to sell that bottle of wine at that particular wine shop. And I was like, you know what? This is something worth holding and having fun with. It was fun back then. It was tasty. It was, ex- it was an experience that I loved. Not that it's expensive or that, but it was just good. I, I like the experience that it created at that time. In France, right. uh, that would be five years ago. We're speaking pre-COVID. Yeah, you know, we're speaking where there was no, um, gosh, I gotta stay indoors. And the fact that we're able not to drink this during COVID right. in itself is a reality. I, right? That is crazy. Yeah, because yeah. uh, we did do some damage. Uh, the winemakers said, hold on to it. Just hold on to it. Let it like for five years. Just, just don't. This is not a wine you want to dust. Like it's not a porch pounder. It's not like yeah. open it up and drink it and have fun with it. And I think that French wines are a lot more meticulous in terms of holding their grade. 
yeah. than we do here. We're going to pour ourselves a... Hopefully this doesn't taste it's like a, crap. It's a time capsule. Who knows? Who knows? Who you knows? got this in France? Yeah. Are you sure? Shoved it in your Are you luggage lying? and brought it over here. How'd it get here? Uh, check your luggage, put it in the back, and you know what? There is there anything in the back of that bottle? No, no. there's no sediment or nothing. Nothing. All right. Because we were we did decant it, and I was thinking maybe it would look a little skunky. The color's beautiful, right? Yeah. Let's twirl it around in the decanter. It's nice. So can I see? Yeah. Yeah. Lift yeah, it up. Don it looks actually beautiful. opened it up two hours ago, three hours, couple hours ago. ago. He's just letting it. He's letting it. Yeah, the cork break. has been in the. Oh, the cork! First of all, the cork was very, very dark. Dark. It was so because I stored it correctly on its sexy. side. It was sexy. It was like, and it smelled good. Okay, we're taking a break. We'll be right back after we pour ourselves a glass of this wine, and we will give you the thumbs up or thumbs down on do you hold a wine for five years after you give it to your best friend. We'll be right back. Like, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment. We would love to hear from you. Or you can email us at insidethebunghole at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in and visit our website at insidethebunghole.buzzsprout.com, where you can always find our latest podcast and past episodes. Cheers! Okay, here we are back at Inside the Bunghole, and Donnie is pouring out of a ridiculously huge decanter. The size of Don's head. The size of my ass, I'll tell you. I'll shove it in my glass over now. And we'll take a picture of the decanter so you can see that it truly yeah. is as big as my ass. I guess we'll have to put a picture of my ass up there too. To wow. Mm. Yes. We'll forget that. Yes. So why do you think... Hold. Let's I imagine, is it important that we pour this into a decanter? Because when you pull the cork out, it was really super dark. Red. It was moist. dark. It was yeah. moist. Yeah. It was, yeah. and we're talking 2011 people. But it was stored properly. It was. How it smells really How good. How important is that, Don? Oh. James, I'm not an expert on that, but, you know, they, they say that red wines, you need a Make sure they're temperature controlled and put them on their side. White wines can hold, depending on, the, again, the temperature. But I know that you stored this in your little, quote, wine cellar. Wine cellar that only gets to about 130 degrees in the yes. summer. Don, tell them about when you're driving through wine country and you get wines cork up. Tell them that. And what, what experience you learned to people. Tell them. Listen up, people. This is very important. Well, I heard that just recently that yeah. when you're doing white wine, you should hold it um, cork up, cork up all the time, regardless of your temperature, location, trunk your if car, it's going in the trunk of your car or the back seat. Room. Where was I when you guys if learned this? If you're on a this? roadie, yeah, it's irrelevant, yep. right? So Where was I when you guys up. learned this? Did you learn this over this trip? Yeah, just yeah. recently. Yeah, up in um, Bedford. And he said, "Where was I? Was I in the bathroom?" You probably were Maybe. for the eighth time or was it her ninth visit, James? I can't remember which Cor time. I did have to cork up. Cork up. All he the said time. cork up on a white. On the whites. Yeah. Interesting. That's good yeah. information, listeners. And as you do your wine tasting and traveling, just 
understand the temperature of your trunk, it gets really hot. You don't want to damage your well, wine. Well, and that will bring me to another weird fact that James and I have, have become members, and Don, when he lived in the desert, have become members at many wine clubs. And in the summer, our wines did not fare so well because they were traveling in the back of a FedEx truck. That, you know, go you pick your someone, wines up. You needed go pick them up. You need someone 21 years old you to, to sign Yeah, for. to sign for the so wine. Therefore, if they weren't, they stayed on the truck, and they stayed in the desert heat at 120 degrees, and you got your wine maybe two weeks two, later. Well, maybe a couple days, cork but even was so. bubbled out of the foil. This nightmare. Nice. Yes. Man. So go pick up your wines, people. Don't wait for them to be delivered. Only really if you live in a hot climate. Corks up. Corks up. For the wines. Yeah. But but just like be conscientious of where you live when you're getting wine deliveries. Well, and God, people people that do live in hot climates, there are you can get your wines delivered to wine sellers and they'll make sure that the wine is at the right temperature which is important because we've had some skunky ass wines and it's not the winemaker's fault well moving on okay we have this wine in our glass i'm sniffing it don don yes go get another glass because okay. don is behind the eight ball and he's not he has not caught up with us well i'm done I'm sorry, you bought me this beautiful bottle of Tumi. I know. Oh, yeah. The 2019 Pinot Noir. Yeah, it's safe grown. Yeah. And I'm just, it is, we have the lamb. We Slam have, it! We have, the, we have the lamb and everything. <laughs> it's just so delicate and beautiful. You're right. Why like am I rushing? Berries, berries um, fruit forward. Just a very nice, soft, subtle, beautiful well, bottle. And that's a very well-known, respected wine. The here's, here's the thing. We're doing a show. We're not even rushing Don. He's on well, another. We can't even make an edit. On but that. I'm also thinking, like, what did the two of you think of this Chateau Malone? I haven't had it yet. Well, I think I'm you sniffing. Should. All right. What do you think? I'm telling you right now. Hold on. And he's smelling it. And he's. Okay. Just okay. smell that's that. Like, that's like, a microphone. It isn't a nose of us. The yeah. nose on this is um, weak, weak, weak pepper, distant pepper, almost a white pepper. And I'm getting um, almost a jammy, jammy fig. Like, uh, I love fig newtons. I have a fig tree, but it's just like a, a dirty fig. Okay, now. I tasted mine already. I'll tell you what I Go think. for it, baby. I'm tasting tobacco. Mm. Maybe I just want a cigarette, but that's what I'm tasting. Mm. I do smell leather. Yeah, leather. Um, I, don't know. I actually have to experience the wine because I'm still in my truth. Yeah, I would say right now what I just experienced. Yeah. Um, kind of a cola. On the nose. Really? Yep. A little um, weak, very weak pepper. Like it's, it's... Okay, okay. What did you get on the palate? Okay. I got on the palate a... It wasn't strong. It's not jammy. It's not in your face. It's subtle. 
not intense. It was okay. broken up a bit. Very, very, it, it, it's subtle. It's, um, and maybe it's because it wasn't stored at a perfect whatever, but it just no, isn't jammy, no. jammy. It could, it could have been stored good. I'm not faulting that. I'm just saying that this is me. Here, Donnie, since you won't freaking pour yourself a glass here. Oh, I will in a second. Yeah. So, like, what would you pair this with food-wise? A hamburger, a possible bananaise, like turkey? I'm saying pasta, I think. What do you think? Some stinky, stinky cheese. More of like an Italian broken cheese. Maybe maybe a good charcuterie with some salami stinky. and... I'm sorry, Pam. He's asking me. Oh, we're going to go there. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're next. I would say a stinky, stinky cheese, uh, nice chewy pasta. And, and that would be it. I would say that would be nice. I'm going to say a sopracetto. I'm sorry. Is that turn. is that a word? Sopracetto? What, what's that damn salami that's real fatty? It's uh, on a charcuter, charcuterie plate. Mortadello? No. So super I'm saying something like that. That's what I'm tasting. Yeah. I that I could go with. It, it is a fatty, a good fatty, like Thank something you for fatty. That question. That's good. Very good idea. But there's something I'm telling you right now. Why am I an idiot? This oh, that wine, question. This wine. Ooh, is a, that's a loaded question. Is it 2022 right now? It certainly is. And this wine is 2011. Yeah, so it's 11 years old. It is amazing. We'll be, we'll back, be right back in just a moment. If you want to know more about Inside the Bunghole, join us on all our social media platforms. You can get a revisit and view all the latest posts, giveaways, and information on this podcast. Simply search Inside the Bunghole on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Like, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment. We would love to hear from you. Or you can email us at insidethebunghole at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in and visit our website at insidethebunghole.buzzsprout.com, where you can always find our latest podcast and past episodes. Cheers! Okay, and we're back with Don Masali, our producer, our love. Hello. Don, where have you been? Me and James, we're drinking our wine. Yep. We're trying to figure out why the hell Don would make us wait five years to open this wine. Don? Well, patience is a virtue. And uh, when I was in France and I bought this, the, the winemaker said, hold this for a few years. I'm like, really, why? And I love the good old proverbial, hey, what happens if you get run over by a bus, right? And I think the wines these days, and we, we alluded to this a little bit earlier, we want to drink now, not tomorrow. It's not necessarily the case in France. They are hold the bottle of wine, it's going to get better with age. And um, I bought this because I thought it was a, a delicious wine when I tasted it. And I thought it would be a really nice gift. And lo and behold, we're having it now, and it is, I would say, yummy. It's yummy. It is. Yes. And the thing and the thing is, is that you do, you sit there, and I wrote, I remember writing on it, and I remember writing 2021 thinking, oh, my God, that's five years away. I'll put it in my little cellar thing. We are literally But we didn't now. know that between then and now, this there'd a, be a 
freaking pandemic where the world would be shut down. Uh, I became a grandma. Um, let's see what else happened. So much Dawn crap. Dawn came out of the Dawn. <laughs> well, he's out of the closet. Dawn moved away from us. You know, it's like you look back on it and you go, what happened in those five years? Life happened. I mean, we're drinking history. I mean, a lot. Um, of, we are drinking history. Total history. Yeah. We're it's exciting. drinking history. No, it's exciting. No, you're right, Pam. Look at that. I see. I'm telling you what happened between the time you gave it to me and the, now. The yeah. world is a different world. Yeah. Will you do this in the future to other friends? If, if, a, if a winemaker told me. And talk to other people that. If a winemaker sold me a bottle of wine and said, hey, listen, hold on to this for five years and it'll be a completely different bottle. It'll be, it'll age, it'll mature, it'll, what, that, what happens in the bottle for five years? What happens? Well, do you know? I think the composition of what the winemaker is putting in it is really left up to him or her. Yeah. And we were up at Bedford that I just said, and Stefan said, you know, the Chardonnay just bought a 2020. Yeah. That's going to be released in a couple of months. And he said, don't drink it quickly. Let it sit. And I'm like, it's a white wine. And that concept of being able to open up your mind and go, you don't, put a white wine on a shelf for years and it's like, yeah, you can. But do you mm. keep it a white wine? Let's say you're going to age a white wine for some weird reason because the winemaker tells you to. Do you age it chilled or does it matter? Um, like no. keep it in the fridge for five years? Or? Well, I've got white wines that I've had for many years and you know my wine collection. So yeah. um, just how you properly store it and, and temperature is the most amazing I, I, I think the white wine when you were talking to him, Stefan, opened your mind up. We're going to interview Stefan, by the way. That's yeah. an upcoming episode. But This but, guy is an almanac of information. Of anything. Any Bedford like Wines. Or Bedford anything. Wines. Yeah. So in, in Los Alamos, Alamos California. Have you, have you, in your collection of wine, have you experienced anything that got bitter or weird that you know no, because we we buy, we drink, and I yeah. think that that is one of the things that, like right. Stefan says, you know, you can actually hold a white wine. Yeah, I mean, it's I've had white it, wines that that get you can tell it's like oh this has been in the bottle too long. It's they get cloudy, they get real yellow, like, fuzzy. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a new foundation. Like when some of the winemaker, especially when you're able to have the pleasure of meeting them, him or her, and they're like, oh no, hold this for two or three years. I'm like, right. I'm going to take their lead on that. Mm -hmm. You know, and the reason why I say that is they know what is going into that bottle, they know what's going into, you know, that glass. Right. And that's the reputation, right? Yeah. And it's, I, I think the perception in America is. You buy, you drink, you consume, you're done. And yeah, we don't want to wait. There's a little set of it here, by we don't the way, that wait. it's good. We don't want to wait for yeah. perfection. Because right. we're, like, we live in a society where it's like, do it now, what have you. And again, I don't want to bring in the proverbial bus, but you know, it's like, what happens if I die or what have you? And it's like, don't be selfish about wine. Like wine to me is an opportunity to create a... Um, Memory. An, a, an environment where... 
you could talk about stuff that you really don't know about, but you go on Google or you go on whatever and you say, oh my God, what is this? What is the grape you had today? Z Zabibo? Zabibo. Right. Zabibo from Sicily, mm. which is part of the Muscat family, which dates back to, you know, Alexandria from Egypt. And it was a sweet one. And then it migrated south and the whole area. It's like, I mean, like you learn, you develop, and we're not wine professionals by any means. Yeah. But we go back to, do I drink now or do I wait? Right. And I, I, I think the perception right now is drink now. Yeah. And I think right now we're talking about this old, old, old 10 plus bottle of wine and you have it in front of you, Don. No, he doesn't. I have it. No, he has it. He just put it in there. Put it in there right, right now. Here. And here's the thing. I want Don to sip and savor. When we come back for a commercial break, I want to know what Don thinks of this wine that he wrote the note on and said, don't drink. He didn't write the note. I did. You wrote the note? Because he told you, don't drink it? Don't drink it. So okay. so we'll be we'll be back and then we're going to wrap this up because we don't want to bore you anymore. Yeah. We just want you to know that you can hold and there's some beautiful perks to holding. Memories, history, future. Well, that, well that's called collection. I know, yeah. but you can also so collect and hold too long. you do not collect wine like Don Maselli. Don has a library of wine unlike a us. library okay we're not we'll come lucky. back in just a minute after he has a chance to finally yep. taste the wine yep. we're excited. we'll be right back we're excited. if you want to know more about inside the bunghole join us on all our social media platforms you can get a revisit and view all the latest posts giveaways and information on this podcast simply search inside the bunghole on facebook twitter or instagram like, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment. We would love to hear from you. Or you can email us at insidethebunghole at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in and visit our website at insidethebunghole.buzzsprout.com, where you can always find our latest podcast and past episodes. Cheers! Oh, we're back and Don's going to finally taste this damn wine. What do you think? That's dark I'm Right now I'm noticing Don just staring at the glass, looking at it. He's a professional. He is. Well, well thank you, James. I'm not a professional, but thank you for the compliment. Um, why are you just staring at it? I, I kind of look at the wine and I'm like, it's kind of murky and it's a... Uh, I don't see like I, I look at prunes, and I think yeah. this is like prune or Coca Cola flavored, which I'm not really a big component of when it comes down to wine. Yeah, I have I'm, to say that I have to say when you when you have a glass of wine, I have it, and I I swirl and I sniff, but why you go beyond that and you do a visual check, and then you go on to the next move. So why why so expensive to why so visual first? Well, I, th I think that our eyes are the windows to our taste buds. And yeah. I, I think that we, unfortunately, we judge. Mm -hmm. I think wine is one of these components where we really try our memory and go, God, like that color, is it like the color of the house that I had or a color of a car? Mm -hmm. And it, does it bring back some sort of you know nostalgic memories where it creates a 
but for the taste in your mouth. I know. Honestly, when you get a glass of wine, you look at it and you look at you really back up that far. Um, not all the time, but this one is it's kind of murky. It's kind of muddy. Yeah, I guess like swamp like. So? I don't think so. Um, I think he's full of shit. Well, I'm looking at it and it's I'm like it it's decanter. not murky. I'm looking at the decanter and I'm like, wow, it's it's like really like ruby red, but there's this this. It's it's thing. you it's can't thin. see it's through thin. it. Right, she know. I'm listening to you. Go ahead. I don't so, see it. So you see a little bit of a darker than it should be. Yeah, like yeah. a beetroot. You're right. like looking at going, God, right. I can't, like, like w- w- what is this grape in this wine, you know? It's and been in the can for 11 years. 11 years. You know what I mean? yeah. And what, yeah. is the, what is the grape? Do we know? Grand Mine de Bordeaux. Bordeaux, so it would be a Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc, and Merlot. Oh, wow. Yes. yes. Three blend. It's a blend. It's a red blend. So you're looking at the glass, you see the texture, which is brilliant. And that is that something that everyone should always, when they address a glass of wine, you should always do a visual look at it. Well, depends on you know how old the bottle is and how like how mature you are within your wine tasting you know experience. It's not necessarily. I mean, there's not a routine that I think anybody should follow. Right. Um, oh, I got a bottle of wine. I have to do A, B, C, D. It's like no, right. just at the end of the day, smell, taste, enjoy. Yeah, and have fun. Yeah, you know, like when you taste it, like what do I want to pair this with? Like, yeah, or that's what I'm saying. The if it's your first date, it's like I hope to God there's going to be a second date, or maybe there's not going to be. You know, yeah. it's like <laughs> you, you're all about when you look, and we're going to get back to the wine. Well, but you're all about. Oh, I could eat tacos with this, or wooden, you know, uh, cotton candy. I mean, you really throw some weird shit at me. You're all about sharing. You are all about this. When you open a bottle of wine up, you're about friends, food. You celebrate a. You are the epitome of wine because you literally, when you open a bottle, you're like sharing and. Dang, I love you for that. So, what does this wine taste like? This is just from Vivino, just for funsies, because we don't know a whole lot about this wine. Bold. Don't care. No. Bold. He already, already no. answered all Smooth this. and tannic. More on the tannic side. Yeah. I just Excuse wanna, me. I'm talking. I wanna, then, uh, dry. Very dry, right? Yeah. Acidic. Oak. Goat. What does it go with? A hundred people mentioned oaky notes. Did you get oaky? No, not, not at all. How about plum, blackberry? Yes, yes. You got that? Yes. Earthy leather smoke. I got those. Yep. If you see a bottle of wine that it seems it's too old, how do you approach it? And like, how do you know it's not too old? And what do, what do you do? Like we're doing tonight. Well, it depends on where it's from. Yeah. And if you know, like, I love the winemakers up here in Santa Barbara. I think there are so many quality individuals that are just, they're, they're so true to the trade. Yeah. The fact that the winemakers are so incredibly smart to say, do me a favor, enjoy this product. Yeah. It may not be around forever. Yeah. But I want you to enjoy it while you can. But if you're able to go ahead and hold this wine for, Two, three, four, yeah. eight years, twelve years, what yeah. have you? I'm gonna listen to them. It may mature. 
It's going to mature. And I, I, I think that, again, going back to, you know, the conversation we had earlier, there are certain lines that you are actually able to keep and have fun with because it's like a kid. Yeah. You watch them mature and grow and what have you. And you, you might think they're buttholes when they're younger and then they grow into this really wonderful human being. You don't know that. You just don't know. It's all a crapshoot. That's what I'm saying. How does a winemaker know if a wine's going to age well? And have you held on too long? And uh, I, I think the winemaker knows how many, um, the, the whole process of what he or she does is going to allow him or her to speak very maturely about what, what, like, what the evolution of that bottle is going to be. This is why people are sommeliers. And winemakers, and why we are mere enjoyers of the wine. Well, I have to tell you, it was such a joy for us to get together with our love, friend, bestie, Don Maselli, and enjoy a fun few days, and a lot of wine, and some good food. And I encourage you to like subscribe download inside the bunghole and please join us again on our next foray inside the bunghole don it's always a pleasure thank you thank you man thank you james james thank you and we'll talk to you soon <laughs>to know more about inside the bunghole join us on all our social media platforms you can get a revisit and view all the latest posts giveaways and information on this podcast simply search inside the bunghole on facebook twitter or instagram like share and subscribe leave a comment we would love to hear from you or you can email us at inside the bunghole at gmail.com thanks for tuning in and visit our website at insidethebunghole.buzzsprout.com where you can always find our latest podcast and past episodes cheers